This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 3-1 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field, way up there, way out of here. Goodbye baseball. Eight strikeout for the King tonight and make it... 23 consecutive scoreless innings for Phoenix. Strike three called on the outside corner, and there it is. It's time for the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Kyle Seager, that just happened. Thank you very much. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Gary Hill back with you. Thanks for being here. Welcome to podcast number 300. It's kind of hard to believe, but it's a lot. If this podcast were a pitcher, it's a good chance this podcast would be in the Hall of Fame with 300. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works for podcasts. I'm not sure if wins equates podcast number. But here we are, number 300. Many of you have been here since number one, and I certainly appreciate that. So thanks for being here once again as we kind of have – a rough one to talk about. The Mariners fall to the Pirates in game two of the brief two-game series. Although this is going to be a fun podcast. We'll talk about uh, the game last night a little bit. It was rough in a number of ways, so we'll talk about that. But some fun stuff coming up. Shannon Dreyer put together a great piece on Nelson Cruz and the kind of first half he is having. And today is the last day you can vote for the All-Star game. So last chance to try and get Nelson Cruz and Robinson Cano and others into the starting lineup for the Mariners. What was fun about having the Pirates in town, Sean Rodriguez, John Jaso both in town for the Pirates, and they have a strong connection to, well, one of the greatest days in franchise history. John Jaso was behind the plate when Felix Hernandez threw his perfect game. Sean Rodriguez was on the other side. He was a starter for Tampa Bay. They are both going to talk about that day, and John Jason in particular is spectacular, talking about that day, one of the most special days in franchise history. So we'll also relive that day a little bit as well. Just a great day, Felix and his perfect game against Tampa Bay. So that comes up in a few minutes as well. Also, I talked yesterday on the podcast about the most beloved player in franchise history. I said I was going to talk about that today, but I'm uh, I've been surprised. Maybe surprised is not the right word, but the reaction that you've had so far on your most beloved Seattle Mariner, it's been split. So before I talk about it, I wouldn't mind getting some more feedback. Some more of your feedback on your most beloved Seattle Mariner, because I found this to be very interesting. So at Gary Hill Jr. on Twitter, you can tweet me there, or GaryHillPXP at gmail.com, you can reach me there. But I'd really like to know your most beloved Mariner. The reactions so far have been very interesting, so I think it'd be fun to collect some more before I kind of talk about your thoughts on your most beloved Mariner in Seattle Mariner's history. So we'll do that 
Maybe tomorrow, maybe on Monday, depending on how your reaction is to that. Also, a huge stretch coming up for the Mariners that we'll talk about in a few minutes. But let's get to the game last night. Mariners taking on the Pirates in game two of the series. And the Pirates really broke this one open early and never looked back. The pitch of the way, swinging a ground ball, and it gets on by Seager. Diving to his right, a base hit down the left field line. Freeze will score. Gung running third will score. Being waved in, Marte heading home. Up with the ball is Smith. The throw in, cut off by Marte. Three runs are in. Sean Rodriguez with a bases clearing three run double. Pass the bag at third down the left field line, all the way into the corner. Pirates add three more. Yeah, Pirates scored early and often off of Wade Miley and put up some big numbers in the ball game. And not only did the Mariners lose last night, but some tough luck along the way. The 1-0 swing, and it's rattled foul straight back. One ball and one strike. And Clevenger is hurting. Man, that wicked foul ball. And Steve Clevenger went down behind home plate. Oh, man, and that foul ball hit him on his right hand. He had his right hand placed on top of his the knee part of his shin guard. Yeah, that right hand just completely defenseless, completely exposed. And it will be a surprise if he can stay in this game. Yeah, he's going to have to come out. He had to come out. He's got a broken hand, uh, broken bone in his right hand. He's going to be out for a while. So the Mariners are going to have to make a move at catcher today. It'll be interesting to see who they bring up. We're going to hear from Scott Service in a moment, and he'll give you a couple of names of guys they will be looking at in Tacoma. Something intriguing out of the bullpen, though, last night. Nathan Carnes, his first appearance out of the pen. Here's what happened. Here comes the 2-2. Freeze swings, and he misses. Cuts right through a breaking ball that time for Carnes. And David Freeze down swinging as Carnes strikes out the side in order. So a nice bullpen debut from Carnes here tonight in the sixth. Carnes turns, delivers, checks, swing. Does he go appeal? He goes around. In the at-bat for Jordy Mercer. The Pirates leave the bases loaded. All six outs from Nathan Carnes and two innings of relief have come via the strikeout. So that's only the third time that's happened for the Mariners where a reliever has pitched two innings and recorded all six outs on punch outs. Rafael Soriano in 2003 was the most recent to do it. The first to do it in 1994, Bobby Ayala. So Carnes, Ayala, and Soriano, the only ones to do that out of the bullpen. So that was pretty interesting as Carnes gets six strikeouts, but not nearly enough as the Pirates beat the Mariners 8-1, to one, so the series split, and now the Mariners turn their attention to a big stretch. Before we talk about that, let's hear from the skipper. Not our finest performance, <laughs> obviously. Uh, you know, pitching-wise, you know, Miley, um, you know, Sharp ball was was up, you know, a lot of mistakes up over the plate, and had a hard time getting any any rhythm going with any of his pitches. You know, that was, uh, you know, and then, you know, obviously after that, you know, Roach uh, struggled as well getting the ball down. So, you know, balls up in this league, it's it's going to get hit. You know, and certainly was tonight, but we didn't we didn't play a good goal, good ball game at all. What, what do you know about Clever? Uh, yeah, he, he broke bone in his hand. Um, you know, he's going to be out. He's going to see a hand specialist tomorrow, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to uh, to make a move there and, you know, go move on from there. I feel bad for him. You know, I've had it happen to myself before. 
file tip. It's it's one of the <laughs> things that go along with uh, with that job behind the dish. But uh, you know, just just happen. I know that's not a troop that change, but do you need him to be you, the guy you bring up to be a left-handed hitter? Yeah, we'll wait and see. I'll, I'll talk with with Jerry and see. Obviously, you know, Zanino's the guy down there playing the majority of the time and and has been doing well. So, you know, we'll wait and see. You know, we'll make a decision tonight and get somebody moving. Oh, you know, he had a really good changeup. I thought it was probably better than than the reports we had. You know, a good fastball, young guy with a good arm, good curveball. Uh, he worked in a, a lot of good changeups to our to our left-handed hitters. You know, we had him on the ropes a little bit early in the first inning, and you know, they make a big play. Kind of, he relaxes. They score a few runs, and then he, you know, continued to move on from there. So, uh, you know, it's a good night for him. Uh, you know, it. Uh, Stuff didn't surprise me other than his changeup was pretty good. You got to look at Carnes out of the bullpen. First inning really clean and then battled for the second. Yeah, yeah, he did. Obviously, you know, the curveball, he had it going. Um, a lot of strikeouts. You know, a little, uh, not quite as sharp from the stretch. Uh, has been a little bit of an issue for him that we need to work through. Obviously, coming out of the bullpen, there's going to be uh, plenty of times he's going to have to work from the stretch. But, uh, you know, some good signs there. Um, you know, I thought he was, was aggressive. But he did, he did struggle a little bit in the second inning once they, the hit fell in and he had to go from the stretch. So now the Mariners turn their attention to a big stretch here. The next 20 games for the Mariners will all be against American League teams that are right in the mix in terms of postseason play. It's going to start starting tonight, four against Baltimore. And Baltimore is absolutely on fire. Right now, tied for the second best record in the American League at 47 and 30 they have won 7 ball games in a row and they are absolutely hammering the baseball having one of the best home run months in baseball history just clubbing the ball all over the place Mark Trumbo having a massive year uh, Chris Davis Adam Jones Manny Machado having an MVP-type season. A lot of firepower in the middle of that order. So four games against Baltimore coming up. And then it's three against Houston. Houston's rolling as well. They are five games above 500 now. Nine and one in their last ten. They've won three in a row. They're in second place in the AL West. After three against Houston, it's going to be four against Kansas City before the All-Star break. Kansas City five games above 500 right now in second place in the American League Central. After the All-Star break, it's three against Houston again, and then it's three against the White Sox. Right now, Chicago at 39 and 39, the same record as the Mariners, and then three against the Blue Jays in Toronto. That's Hall of Fame weekend. Ken Griffey Jr. goes in the Hall of Fame that weekend. Toronto right now at 43 and 37, six games above 500. They've won a couple games in a row, and you know not that standings are everything at this point, but you look at just where teams sit in this group. Boston and Toronto are holding down the two wild cards. Kansas City follows, Houston follows, and then Detroit, Chicago, and the Mariners in the mix right there. So that kind of lays out the next 20 games, why it's so critical for the Mariners. A uh, chance to really gain some ground, but also playing teams that are playing some great baseball Baltimore and Houston in particular. Kansas City's playing decent ball as well over this most recent stretch. So, big stretch coming up for the Mariners. No question about it. No question about it. 
So it's been another great first half for Nelson Cruz. Shannon Dreyer, a great piece on Nelson Cruz in his first half. Here it is. Shannon Dreyer here at Safeco Field where it's time for a little Nelson Cruz appreciation. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a fly ball deep to left field. No doubt about the distance. Goodbye baseball upper deck left field line. Holy smokes, what a shot by Nelson Cruz with Cano aboard. And it's now the Mariners 5 and the Pirates nothing for Nelson Cruz, his 20th home run of the season. Upper deck, high in the upper deck, absolutely crushed Nelson Cruz home run number 20. Nathan Carnes in the bullpen that night for the first time appreciated the view. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to face him. I really do. I mean, I sat there in the bullpen and watched that home run leave yesterday, and it's a different perspective from, you know, being down where they hit it to outside the fence. So for me, it was just, you know, it was a true, you know, awe-inspiring moment for me just seeing that. I think it was 115 miles an hour out. What did that look like going out? Quick. It looked quick. It looked like a shooting star, to be honest with you. It, it took off, and, you know, I think it went upper deck. I mean, we kind of got blocked off by uh, Edgar's bar thing right there. But, I mean, it was it's impressive. And, and, and it's just stuff like that that every day you look back and you just remember how special it is that you sit there and you get to witness this day to day. So about that home run, did he get it all? Well, that's not the story he gave the guys in the dugout, according to Leonis Martin. Nelly Cruz, Nelly Cruz, that I sing the, I know Nelly Cruz, my freshman text. You know, he's that kind of the guy that the patient might be scared and it has to face. <laughs> and the funny thing about Nelly is, it doesn't matter how how far he hit the homer, how hard he is. He always say in the dugout he get jammed. You know, <laughs> he, that's that's a, that's a funny thing. I I don't know, I agree with Nelly sometimes. But <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's a homer, like a 500 feet. He has to get jam. You know, I don't even know he got 20 homer already. It <laughs> was quick. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad my boy he got 20 homer. I hope he he can he fancy whatever. For years, Chris Iannetta watched Nelson Cruz on the other side of the field and tried to figure out ways to help his pitchers get him out. The appreciation is even greater now that they wear the same uniforms. Yeah, he's a great hitter. I mean, that's evident from the other side, of, from the other dugout. Um, or just watching him on TV, you know, when you're in opposite leagues. You know, he's a great power hitter. You know, he's a great hitter. Um, I think one of the biggest credits to him is he'll be two for four with two singles, and you're like, man, Nelly's struggling. Or you don't really, you don't even know he got a hit because it's a, every time he comes up, you expect him to do something special. And when he does, when he does the mundane, it's, it's a, not a letdown, but it, it gets overlooked. You know, it's almost expected. I mean, that's that's really tough expectations to deal with, and he handles it like a pro all the time. Um, being on the same side as him, he uh, he's a great teammate and a great guy. You know, you don't get to know him as a person. You just see the competitor on the other dugout. But when you get to the same clubhouse as him, you realize how integral he is to the team and how integral he is to the chemistry in the clubhouse, and he brings a lot of energy to the game. As much as he appreciates the run support, Taiwan Walker appreciates Nelson Cruz, the teammate, even more. He's a great teammate. He's probably one of the best teammates that I know. You know, he he's always smiling. He's never down. You know, you, you wouldn't know if he was in a slump or not if he's you know hitting a thousand. You know, he's always you know even when he gets out or strikes out, he'll come in the dugout and right away he's on the top step cheering. Right away, you know, he's always talking, energetic. Um, you know, it's and it's something I feel like every clubhouse needs, and you know, I'm glad that we have him and. You know, he's just really fun to be around, and you know he's really loud. I don't know if you guys can hear him, <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, he's just always talking, but he's, he's, he's always just energetic and you know, he's always cheering on his team. Nelson Cruz getting it done on and off the field. And if you haven't done so already, it's not too late. Log on to MLB.com and vote for Nelson Cruz for the All-Star Game. You've got until 9 o'clock tomorrow night. And one of the greatest days in franchise history. Here's Aaron Goldsmith with John Jaso, the catcher for Felix Hernandez in his perfect game. John, you were a member of the Mariners for just one season in 2012, but you were behind home plate for one of the most iconic days in franchise history back on August 15th of that season. You were behind home plate for the perfect game spun by Felix Hernandez. Can you take us back to that day and what you remember the most? God, that was uh, probably the single most memorable moment for me out on the baseball field. Um, It was amazing that day. It was a day game, getaway day in the middle of the week. There was not really many people in the stands except for like the King's Court, right, which is always full. And um, and I think that's like one of the biggest memories I have is as the game progressed and the perfect game got taken into like the sixth inning, seventh inning, eighth inning, the stands were, were filling up more and more. And uh, by the ninth inning, it seemed like the whole place was packed and just screaming and loud. And it was great to just feel that energy inside the stadium during kind of like a losing season, you know. And, and this was towards the end of the year, and, and uh, so it just made it really special. When was it in that game that you realized that there could be something pretty special going on? Um, I think after we finished the first time through the lineup and uh, Felix was throwing his curveball and I saw how um, how far like people were missing the curveball by like this these swings and misses were by like a, a couple feet and and uh from at that point I knew Felix had some good stuff um his changeup was on when which when that changeup was on obviously he's he's uh he's a deadly pitcher up there and um and but you know those situations you never really know and you get the butterflies going and it's like oh my god I don't want to mess it up but um it was just cool you just kind of ride it out and at the end when that final out was made it was just a big explosion of emotions and everything and just a great day for Felix in the uh in the city of Seattle so did you find yourself getting nervous during that game as it progressed yeah I think I think like the sixth seventh eighth innings um, the butterflies were starting to build up in my stomach and I was getting pretty nervous every time I went out there because I didn't want to like you know like if I even like miss a strike three curveball in the dirt and had to go running back to the backstop to throw the guy out at first or something like that I mean and all those scenarios were, were run, racing through my mind and the anxiety was just spiking um, but you know after after the eighth inning was compl- completed um, and I don't think my stomach could fit any more butterflies inside of it. I just, it was a one to nothing game. And, and going out there for the ninth inning, I just kind of told myself, like, listen, man, just get, make sure Felix gets this win. Like, don't worry about the perfect game thing. Throw that out of your mind. Just get him the win. Like, get him through this inning. And that's it. And it kind of went away. And I calmed down. Um, I was able to relax back there and everything. And, and Felix made his pitches. And, and uh, when the third out was made and I went running out there to the mound, you know, I threw the ball in my back pocket. And then, like, we both, like, grabbed each other behind the heads and we were just screaming in each other's <laughs> faces, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it, you know. And, uh, you know, it must have just been, like, an awesome thing for him. Um, if I was feeling the way I was feeling, I could only imagine, like, what he was feeling in that moment. And uh, and so it was just amazing. I mean, we we – we hung out in the clubhouse for like three hours after that game, just like still in shock. And like, I mean, uh, 
you know, uh, Felix and the city just seem like they go together and to, uh, and to deliver a moment like that to the city. I mean, that's just like, you know, something that he's probably so proud of and that the city should be proud of too. John, thank you so much for the time. Yeah, you got it. And on the other side of things, Sean Rodriguez, he was the starter, starting third baseman for Tampa Bay. Here's his perspective. Well, Sean, today we speak to you inside the Pirates Clubhouse, but there was a time when you were in the American League back in 2012 with the Tampa Bay Rays playing for Joe Madden, and you were the starting third baseman for the Rays on August 15, 2012, when Felix Hernandez spun a perfect game. Can you take us back, aside from the very obvious, what you might remember the most about that day? Uh, I mean, probably the obvious. I was the last out um, to end this perfect game. Um, just remember him being able to do whatever he wanted with, you know, whatever pitch and whatever count, whatever situation. I mean, it was just that impressive to to see. I mean, at the time, obviously, it's not something you enjoy, you know. You know, but afterwards, you can look back and say, man, I mean, he, you know, threw an unbelievable game. I mean, my hat's off to him. But yeah, being that last out was probably. Not something I want to be remembered for, but I got to watch that clip a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and how much determination did you have, even more so than usual, to, to try to get a hit or at least draw a walk or something to spoil that perfect game with the 27th out remaining for Felix? I actually remember that at bat pretty vividly. Um, I remember him falling behind. He was I was 2-0, and the game was still one nothing at the time, too, so it wasn't like, you know, it was just, okay, let me get on base. It was, no, I was still playing the game. I mean... I said, okay, 2-0. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to fall behind me 3-0, but I see a pitch that I think I can hit right here. You know, I'm obviously going to put a good swing on it. Um, he ended up throwing me a 2-0 slider, but I didn't swing. He just located it. It was a great pitch. Um, again, I mean, that's that just goes to show the kind of game he was throwing. But, yeah, then 2-1, he threw me another slider, and I actually swung at that one. But, I mean, it was just tough to lay off. And then 2-2 was a splitty that, I mean – Hang with him. There's not much you can do. Threw it right where he wanted, and yeah, that's why he threw that perfect game. Do you recall what the conversation was like inside the Rays dugout as that game progressed? Uh, I mean, you don't really start talking about it. You know, it's not something that you you start bringing up to one another. I mean, obviously everybody's aware that he's throwing, you know, either a no hit or a perfect game, and you're trying to do whatever you can, obviously not just to break that up, but you're trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. So by breaking it up, you obviously playing in our favor but uh no it was it was his turn to to I guess uh get that glorious moment and he did John thank you so much for the time no absolutely anytime and let's relive what was a truly special day in franchise history Pitch swung on, fly ball into the gap in right center field. On the run, still going back. Thames to the one. He track reaches out and he makes the catch. Eric Thames halfway onto the warning track in right center field. The little guy Sam Fold put a big charge into that pitch from Felix. That ball was hit. I mean, I didn't really know it was going to happen, but try to run down and catch it. You know, keep, keep us in the ball game. And oh, Felix hit us in the ball game. So. Yeah. <laughs> The 2-2 pitch and a swing and a miss. Strike three and Felix has four strikeouts this afternoon. He retires the side again in order and that is 12 in a row set down by Felix Hernandez. I knew from about the fourth or fifth inning on that I mean there were no hits and I was like man this is uh, this could be the day. I was like I mean the way his stuff is every day I mean you think that every day might be the day with him and uh, I mean I was I was probably more nervous than he was.
was there in that last couple innings. But uh, yeah, I mean, couldn't happen to a better guy. I mean, better teammate. I mean, I'm I'm as happy as anybody for him. The one-two pitch, swing and a chopper to the right side of the infield is going to be picked up fair ball by the catcher Jason. The throw to first, and it's in time to get Pena, and that will end the inning. The put out two, three, 15 in a row, retired by Felix Hernandez. I, I had an idea, fifth, sixth inning. I'm trying to count back and and uh, remember if anybody had gotten on base on a walk or a blooper or something, and I couldn't remember anything happening, and uh, I didn't want to look at the scoreboard. You know, you didn't want to get, like, those, those nerves going and stuff, but... Um, of course I did in the six. I saw there were no hits, and uh, it just seemed like his stuff got better and better. You can't ask for he and uh, uh, Jaso to be more on the same page. I mean, it was it was um, it was pretty special to to be a part of, and and something I'll definitely never forget. Here comes the pitch, and it's a strike call. He tries to check his swing, breaking pitch, not in the strike zone, and Rodriguez is gone. 18 in a row at the outset of the game, retired by Felix Hernandez. After that uh, sixth inning, I think he struck out the side. It was just like, all right, this is, he's got it. 1-1 one, one delivery, and the ball pounded left side. Grabbed by Ryan, long throw, and he gets him. Seeger diving dramatically for that chopper off the bat of Upton. The third baseman comes up short, but the veteran shortstop comes up long. And Ryan from the hole hurries and throws out the speedy B.J. Upton. It's exciting for Felix. Uh, it's, it's exciting for his teammates. It's exciting for the fans that were here and the fans were watching or on TV or listening on the radio. Um, you know, I know that all those young kids out there were, you know, behind them were excited too. I mean, I'm sure they're all a little bit scared or nervous, but, uh, you know, but that's, a, that's an excitement there that, that you just don't get to feel on a consistent basis. It's a whole nother level, and uh, uh, it's great for all of our kids to feel that, and, uh, and it's great that Felix led the way. Here's the pitch to Joyce. Fastball grounded down the first baseline, just fair. Glove by Smoke. He goes to the bag to retire Joyce, and that'll do it for Tampa Bay in the seventh inning. What a performance so far for Felix Hernandez. He gets a standing ovation as he goes to the first base dugout. He has retired the first 21 Tampa Bay Rays hitters here this afternoon. Well, I'm interested in Eric's comment because about two or three outings ago, he said that might be the best outing I've ever seen. Now he turns around and does this tonight, and I just, or this afternoon, and I said, Eric and Eric, what'd you think? He goes, now oh, that was a perfect game. <laughs> that was a perfect game. One, two, pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Pena goes down swinging. And for the second time in the ball game, Felix Hernandez strikes out the side. Ten strikeouts for King Felix. And that is 24 in a row retired by Felix. I've never been so happy in my life for a friend. You know, like Felix today. Like I feel today, I feel like, you know, he did an excellent job today. Um, I don't know. He just—he was amazing. He always been, you know, a great pitcher. But today, he just—he he was unhittable. So I feel really happy for him. I know he's enjoying this, and and, and he's gonna do it. I, I, I hope he's not gonna do it just one time. More more than that. So I'm really happy for him. The one-two to Jenny. Swing and a miss. Strike three. What a way for the Rays here in the.
the top of the ninth inning. That is 25 in a row retired by Felix. It is strikeout number 11. And he may put an exclamation point on this one. The one-two pitch. Swing and a ground ball to short charging Ryan. Brendan's got it. Toss the first. Got him. 26 in a row. Retired by Hernandez. Two outs for the Rays here in the top half of the ninth inning. One strike away from baseball history. Hernandez looks in. The windup and the 2-2 pitch. Strike three called. Felix Hernandez pumps his arms in the air. Felix has just thrown the first perfect game in Seattle Mariners history. He's being mobbed by his teammates behind the mound. He's done it. He's done it. Felix Hernandez, a no-hit perfect game. The first in Mariner history. The this afternoon he's done it hugs from his teammates unbelievable Felix Hernandez 27 up and 27 down a perfect game one nothing win over the Tampa Bay Rays it was I mean it was unbelievable and I caught you know the strike three pitch there in the ninth inning um it was unreal like I I caught it and I paused there for a second like I can't believe that just happened. Well, it's always in my mind. I mean, it's in every game. I mean, I need to throw a perfect game. You know, for every pitcher, I think it was in his mind. But, like, I mean, today it happened, and it was something special. And, uh, I mean, like like I said before, I don't know any, any words to explain this. I mean, this, this is pretty amazing. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.